Right. Oh, here we are. All right. All right. Just got to make sure it's paused. It's not paused. Stop it. Oh. Uh-oh. And we've got audio this week. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just wanted to, I just wanted to put it on because. Oh, I got you. Since we're not recording yet, I figured we'd all like to hear it. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> all right. You guys ready? Yeah, yeah I'm ready when you are, boss. Welcome, everybody, to another action-packed episode. It's the AWI Pod House Party. I'm your host, Brent Piles, and I do not come to these things by myself because if I was talking to myself, I'd be a lone nut, and I won't, don't want to do that to you. So I got a couple guests here. The first one I got is my buddy Rob from Rob the Genius Podcast. Rob, how are you? All right. Good to be back. As always, brother. And if, if you come, you usually don't come alone either. You've got your co-host at the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. DJ, DJ, how you doing? Awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, glad to be here uh, tagging up with you guys in this, uh, this little, uh, I guess it's considered a six-man tag, although that never made any sense to me because there's only three people on the team. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've always <laughs> scratched, I always scratched my head. Like, why the hell is it a six-man tag? One, I would never want to see, like, six guys trying to manage in a tag team match and try to navigate belts. But, yeah, that never right. made any sense to me. They never say. They never say when it's four on four. They never say, "Oh, it's an eight man tag," or it's. Like, I, well, I guess they kind. Of, I guess maybe they do. I don't know, but that does seem strange. Like it's it's a three man tag. It's not a six man. Yeah. Right. I had never thought about that until just right now. So wow. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could bring that to your attention because it's been bothering me for a long fucking time. DJ is at work today. Like, why the fuck do they call it a six man tag? <laughs> Which why? is probably why I end up in in uh, what I'll consider a creative meeting, wondering why I didn't get shit done today. <laughs> I'm in my office thinking about random wrestling shit. I see. I see. DJ's got a marker board in his office. He's writing six on six and three. He's got numbers and like boxes, and there's all kinds of shit. <laughs> Somebody comes in like, what the fuck are you doing? DJ, the schedule's running behind. Why are the doctors an hour behind? Fuck if I know. Can you answer this question? <laughs> Why on earth do they call it a six-man tag? You're asking me about doctors? You kidding me? <laughs> Why is it a fatal four-way? They don't kill people. I mean, what are we doing here? Anyway, it isn't that fatal. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that one either. That's a piece. Yeah. We're going to put a pen in that. That's a whole nother show. Why do they call things the way they call them on wrestling? It's actually anyway. good, that's actually a good show. <laughs> that's, it does. It <laughs> Before we get into war games, I have to tell you guys this, but we're going to throw this at you. You, got, you guys, well, I, I don't know why I said it. Before we get to the wrestling challenge that we're going to watch, I want to ask right. you guys about war games. Do you guys enjoy, I'm going to ask DJ first, did you enjoy that women's war games match on Sunday? Um, I'm gonna say it when it the first half, no, like I, it just seemed disheveled to me. Like, it, and it reached a point where it's almost like everybody ran out of ideas, so they just started doing whatever. But then the second half, it was like a tale of two matches. 
The first half of the match was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. The second half of the match, it started to pick up. I think when, for me, when Io Shirai started to really get in her groove and start doing her thing, um, that's when it that's when it picked up for me. Rob, what do you think? Um, heck, having the babyface team get the advantage was just a bad idea. It just go. It I don't know why they did that. I mean, it, I mean, I mean, it is kind of hokey that, that you know the heels always win the coin toss, but I mean, you know, but it's the premise of professional wrestling. The heels get the advantage. It's just the premise. Right. Of wrestling. It, it made no sense for the baby faces to have the advantage. Um, that to me that threw everything off. So I, I was kind of halfway checked out until everybody got in there. Um, and then also, um. You know Mandy's little group there. Um, mm. Yeah, they. Um, um, yeah. Um, I think I think Gigi Dolan's fine, but yeah, the other uh, one, yeah, the Gigi other one's, uh, yeah. yeah. Gigi Dolan's gonna be fine, and I think I said something to Rob about that in the Discord chat. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm kind of digging Gigi. Uh, Mandy's Mandy. Yeah, she, you know, it's Mandy's a five minute wrestler. Yeah, she she well, she's there for the look. She's there for the look and the spray on tan. Yeah. Um, and and after, she's, I mean, she's good for those five minutes, but after five minutes, you better, it's time to go home. Yeah. Right. She needs something with gimmicks in it. Like when they had the thing with Raquel Gonzalez, at least it wasn't like an extreme rules match. Yeah, she exactly. Use weapons and shit. Yeah. Which is good. No, I feel the same way as you guys. It's hokey. And then every single person that gets out of the damn cage thing that they have that comes into the cage doesn't have to grab six weapons out from under the ring. Because the minute they start doing that, I'm going, well, I don't. He takes my attention away from it because I know every time somebody comes out, it's going to take a minute to a minute and a half for them to grab trash cans or shit underneath the ring like that. And right. I don't a war games match doesn't need all that. You're inside a cage. I can well, see chairs, a couple kendo sticks, but you don't need 17 trash cans, 27 tables and 18 no. chairs. And I feel the same way. Me if I'm I don't mind a couple little gimmicks in a cage match, but the cage is the gimmick. Right. Have yeah. a cage match. Throw the person against the cage, rub their face against the cage, use the cage it's part of the environment, and I think that was both the men. Now, mind you, I enjoyed the men's match. Like, I really did. I thought it was incredible. But at the same time, I wish they had used the cage just a little bit more. I absolutely agree. Yeah. And um, like, and now having somebody outside the cage throwing you stuff, is, I think, is fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were doing that with Trick, which that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. But when, but yeah, when when you stop on the way in and grab a table and walk through the door with the yeah. table, that's that's doing a little too much. Right? Yeah, like I'm supposed to hate these people. I want to get in there and whoop their ass. But first, but first, yeah. let me grab a giant table and stick it through the small cage door. You just wait, wait. I'll get in there, and kick your ass in one minute. Not yeah. just one. But several, yeah. Several. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like about the men's match is Trick throws some weapons into the ring. He throws a chair. He throws a Kindle stick. And he throws the, the weapons in and then tries to climb his dumbass in the cage. Like, why would you throw the weapons to people who could hit you with them and then try to climb into the cage? Because <laughs> yeah. well, Trick is always on eleven, so he just goes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, just, uh, no, but him and him and Mello are they're so great together. I mean. It's, He's the classic think before you act. He he doesn't think Very before much. he acts. He just yep. he just does it. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I guess maybe that works to his gimmick. But I just better, that better funny. forgiveness than permission. Yeah, it's the best way to go. Yeah, except for if you're married. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we're gonna watch some uh, wrestling challenge. 
And I'm going to throw that up here. If you want to watch along with this, get your cock up on the peacock. Watch along with the second, second, the second, easy for me to say, ever episode of uh, Wrestling Classic on Peacock. And we are going to watch it right here. You guys ready? I'm ready, boss. All right, let's do it. All right. We're going to do a little countdown here from three. And when I say one, we're going to hit play if you're watching along with us. Here we go. Three, two, one. All right. Here we go. We got to listen to a little bit of the, the wonderful sounds of the intro of this show before we started here and the, the, the laser lights cutting right. in the wwf logo yes. world <clears throat> federation i want to keep, keep the f in All right, and... this is the same arena as last time wasn't it oh, I, i'm fairly sure they probably uh, taped like several episodes of oh the... yeah like they used to i mean they would do like five six hours of tapings back then it was I never went to one. I'm glad I never did because that that had to be brutal. I did a superstars taping one time, man, and that was it. I think I told you guys that the last time. They had um, the Undertaker and I forget who it was in a match and something because they were recording, obviously. Well, something screwed up with the recording, and they did the same match like three times on, on <laughs> oh, the, yeah. in, the, in the same night. Like they they – Gave it a break, let somebody else come out and wrestle. Then they come back out and they did it again. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Are we going to get, get the abs see- on the Sheik? Sheiky, baby. Oh, are we going to get the Sheikin? The Sheikin Volkoff tonight and Big John Stud? Goddamn, he looks like the guy from, he looks like the thing from Ghostbusters in there, didn't he? <laughs> oh, King oh, my God. My God. And, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. I love hillbillies. I, Hillbilly. I love hillbillies. <laughs> I remember when the when hillbilly, he was from, from what? Mudlick, Kentucky. My dad's Mudlick, from Kentucky, Kentucky, and I asked him yeah. if there was actually a place called Mudlick. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's basically the parts unknown of, of Kentucky. That's why it goes L.A. Knight is from Hagerstown, Maryland. That's where they build from. I, I had no idea. Does that exist? <laughs> Does that exist? Yeah. Oh, it's a real place. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a real place. Okay. Oh, the, the guy's mouth name of is the L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. Shouldn't he be from California? I don't know. Yeah. L.A. Knight from, from, from you know, the, the Maryland area sounds sounds, sounds good. <laughs> you know, look, Hagerstown is one of those places where people like me tend to clear out when it gets dark. <laughs> oh, I guess I Okay. <laughs> I'll leave it Jimmy there. Jack <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll leave it there. That's funny. Sometimes in wrestling, though, you do those silly little gimmicks. When I was wrestling, my guy Eddie, he was the pizza delivery guy. He was billed from Queens, New York, and he used to come out with a Cubs hat on. Hey. <laughs> no real reason. Oh, Georgie Animal Steel. And Junkyard Dog. And, and JYD. And Lou Albano's coming out of here, too. Wait, is that? No, that's not George Steele, was it? Yeah, it yeah, is. Sure. It is. Right. Okay, yeah, it is. You're you just right. didn't notice because he's actually got an actual sweater yeah. on and not the sweater. <laughs> he's got, got a, a sweater. Now he's gimmicking it. Now he's got the gimmick on. I'll have to tell you guys a really quick. I think I've told Rob this story about George Animal Steel. I'll have to tell you guys that when we have time. Oh, I mean, I pal, we got no better time than now. <laughs> All right. So, George Animal Steel, the very first ophthalmology clinic I ever worked for, he, en- he ended up being a patient of one of the doctors. And I've been in there maybe maybe a year. <clears throat> and the doctor looks at me and he knew that at the time I was still actually wrestling a little bit. I was still kind of in the business. 
And so the doctor comes, sticks his head. I say, DJ, I need your help down here with the patient. I'm like, okay. So I'm, bah, 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 bah. I come in the room and here's this dude in the exam chair. He stands up. He's like this big mountain of a human being. And he roars and he goes right into gimmick, right? He goes like right into character, <laughs> full gimmick. And he was like, lock up, lock up, lock up. So I lock up with George the Animal Steel in an exam room in this clinic that I'm working at. We exchanged a couple of holds. I ended up putting them. He put me in a hammer lock. He called for the reverse. I reversed the hammer lock. Like it was freaking awesome, dude. And then ended up like talking to the guy for like an hour. He was just just a sweetheart of a human being. I, I had nothing but good things to say about George Steele. That's fucking awesome. That's yeah, awesome. That of everything I did, that was probably the highlight of my wrestling career. And it didn't happen in in a wrestling ring it took it took place in a in, a, in, a, in an office room. in an eye doctor's office that's great <laughs> so who's on, is that uh that's dory funk jr um it's yeah. yeah so he's i guess he's hoss funk though and then he's got jimmy jack funk with him jimmy jack oh. funk got okay. it Who, he so wasn't was... a member of the he wasn't an actual member of the funk family was he no he was like lance von eric oh yeah <laughs> 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 He was like he was like all the Andersons. None of the Andersons were actually related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm guessing uh, Terry's money wasn't straight, so he said, "The hell with this," and so they had to get somebody. To <laughs> <laughs> he said, "McMahon, my horse died. I gotta go home." Is what happened. His horse died. He had to get out of there. And of course, this is Vince McMahon. Nobody will notice, pal. <laughs> Just get Dory out there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the the first house show I went to, the main event was Hulk Hogan against Terry Funk. Wow. Is that the one where Hulk Hogan actually threw a drop kick? Uh, no, I don't think so. There, there's, there's a video clip somewhere where Hulk Hogan actually th- – and it actually was apparently a, a really good drop kick. I have never seen this. My friend keeps telling me it, – it's like, I don't know, like Bigfoot. Like some people <laughs> have seen it. Some people <laughs> have seen it, but there's no actual real video evidence of it that I've seen. So Jimmy Jack Funk's got the referee distracted here, and they're like tying up the junkyard dog. And now here comes George Steele with a chair. Very slowly. Wow. <laughs> wow. chair. Oh in, his, in his defense, that was about as fast as it got for him. That's a good point. Tell wow. me we're going to win with a belly to back suplex. That's it. JYD wow. just won with a belly to back wow. suplex. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, oh now goodness. they're gonna tie oh. Jimmy Jack Funk's ass up. They're gonna hide to the hard time. Wow. Plus these shows. Plus these shows. Oh my that's, that's amazing. Wow. Cat, Cat and Lou Albano. Wow. I mean that was hectic. <laughs> oh man, that that um <laughs> oh, cool. oh, 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 here comes all right. Uh, go for it, George. Oh, you know you want to. This is a hundred times better than warrior warrioring up. A hundred times better. Oh, oh no. absolutely! No, Don't no. tease me. Don't talk him down. Come on, that Lou. damn turnbuckle. Lou, let him get after it. The fans want it. That kid wants it. He's yeah. excited. That kid in the front row. That's what he paid to see. <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason why I came here. As I would be sure. He's late. No, okay. Sorry, that's Dory Funk leaving. Yep. Was Lou Albano just trying to do like a dance there? That was kind that, of that was he was trying to do the Birdman, and the Birdman's yeah. not even out there. Yeah. Oh man! Just... <laughs> Here we go oh, again. Oh, now they're gonna dance. Oh, there go the knees. This is JYD's feeling it. Uh oh. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're not gonna eat the turnbuckle, but he is gonna. You know what? This is probably the opening match, and they didn't want to replace the turnbuckle. Oh yeah. Yeah, but, you know hey, what? It's a really hey, good point. 
A simple belly to back suplex. <laughs> My God, the discourse today. If that oh, happened, <laughs> could, you Liv imagine, Liv could you imagine? Could you imagine back suplex last night? The internet would have burned down. Oh my god, man! Rest in peace, Georgie Animal Steel. And I didn't think about this until years later. And I was talking to my friend because the same thing we did to me, we did to my friend with Georgie Animal Steel. We were oh, the Heart Foundation. Ah. But uh, I thought about it like decade over a decade later. I had hands on the guy who had hands on Bruno San Martino. Oh man, and that to me was fucking cool. That is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's probably the best story anybody's ever told on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what sticks out further, uh, Nyhart's chest or his belly? At this point, it's uh, it's his belly. It it reached that point. I heard a story. I've told it. All He's trying to suck it in. Yeah, I've told him this story before in college. Apparently, Jim Nightgard got all hyped up on a bunch of. Uh, Let's just say uppers, perhaps, and uh, okay. he, he 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 made like a like a like a something you could swing with with a bunch of uh, bed sheets, right? And then he got a uh, he got a uh, fire extinguisher, strapped it to his back, and swang from one balcony to the other at a hotel. Oh Jesus Christ! Wow. Yeah. Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, nope. Drugs are yeah. Drugs are drugs are bad. We drugs are bad. Okay. Was that Mario Mancini? That was Mario there? Mancini. Yes, it yes. was, sir. Mario Mancini. <laughs> how many how many meatball sandwiches do you think Mario Mancini's had in his lifetime? Uh, who knows? I'll have to see what kind of shape he's in. And who's that with who's that guy? Um, like I know Kamala. Who's the third guy? Yeah. Uh, it looks like not not Abdullah the Butcher. No, definitely not Abdullah the no. Butcher. <laughs> Um, Looks like Damien Demento's father, perhaps. Maybe that's Damien Demento's father. Uh, who Looks, like he ate, Looks like he ate Damien Demento. Right. <laughs> There's Kamala. And we're not talking about Kamala. Hold yeah. on, is that the is that the guy from WCW that was like the goddamn uh, Taskmaster's father? Solomon, my son. Is yeah, that that, yes, that is him. Oh is yes. yes. Okay, yes. Oh. That's who that is. Holy shit. He was all dirty back then. Which yeah. I never understood. Like, he's got all these minions. Why can't they hose him off? He looks disgusting. <laughs> uh, this is definitely Vince uh, Vince telling Kamala to lean all the way in on this gimmick here. <laughs> My goodness, pal. And, yeah, um... <laughs> oh, wow. He's clearly done a lot of blade jobs. In his, his, his oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that forehead. Oh, Good yeah. God. Dangerous Danny Davis, my favorite referee of all time. Marilyn Mancini <laughs> looks in excellent shape right now. Oh he God. is in good shape. Look at that. He's in 80s wrestler shape. Yeah. <laughs> that would be considered a dad bod now, but maybe. That's a dad, that's a dad bod in 2021. Arn Anderson spent his entire career looking just like that. He looked just like that. <laughs> he still looks like that. Maybe a little larger now, but and he's got a he's got a glock, he's got a glock on his waist, too. Right. That's right. <laughs> They splatter your brains all over the concrete. You get too close to him. <laughs> and, and still can't believe he cut that promo. I'll do a spinning DDT <laughs> through a through a flaming table, or whatever the fuck that was. Solomon, my son, <laughs> the death of Hulkamania in the year 1995. I'll be in the jungle, Solomon, my son. So Kamala was actually you know, James Harris. From Sinatobia, Mississippi. Sugar Bear Harris. 
Yeah, he started doing the Kamala gimmick. That wasn't a WWE original. He came up with that elsewhere, didn't he? Yeah, so I believe he was in Memphis. Debuted under the name Sugar Bear Harris. Spent most of his early career in the southern United States. First manager was Percy Pringle. First, That I knew. Okay. Um, Harris joined Southern Championship Wrestling as Bad News Harris. He traveled to Europe. And following stint in Germany, he traveled to the UK where he wrestled joint for joint promotions as the Mississippi Mauler. Oh, I like and, that name. And then that's gonna do it. One, two, three. Yeah. Mario Mancini's off to the deli to get him a, a good regard. He's out of here. <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. Okay, so he went to the Continental Wrestling Association. So Memphis, right? Yes. And then okay. so Harris, Lawler, and Jerry Jarrett developed a new character for Harris. Uh, All right. And so I have to say that if you say Jerry Jarrett's name. <laughs> So they so it was so they came up with him. Uh, so it was Harris Lawler and Jerry Jarrett came up with this together. Oof! There you go. Yeah. And so uh, like know, in his later years, I remember in the '90s he would try to pin people on their back. I remember he would try to like lay on their back and pin them, and then he would have somebody would have to tell him no, roll them over. Then he'd roll them over and pin. Oh, them. so that's that's so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How can we make the black guy more stupid on television? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's just great. I mean, oh, that's just wonderful. Let's just lean all the way into the savage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, good grief. This jungle man doesn't know any better. <laughs> wow. He's had millions of wrestling. He's had hundreds of wrestling matches in his career. He still hasn't figured out that he's got to roll the guy oh, over wow. on his back to pen him. I mean, I mean. Yeah. Wow. Um, I heard him uh, tell a story when he first started wrestling. He won. Yeah. You know how back in the day they have like gimmick battle royals. It was like for ten thousand dollars or something. Ten thousand dollar battle royal, right? And so Kamala goes out there, and wins this ten thousand dollar battle royal, and he thinks, "Oh man, I got ten thousand dollars." He's like, "I went and told my wife we can get new tires for the car and all this." He said, <laughs> "I went in the next the next day to get my paycheck. They gave me one hundred fifty bucks." I said, "But I won the battle royal." They said, "Oh, don't be a mark. That's a work. It ain't ten thousand dollars. Come on." <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been in one of those gimmicked battle royals somewhere in South Florida. This pic, this, the following picture made the newspaper down there. My half beat up ass standing next to a Hooters girl with a big fake $10,000 check. <laughs> oh, I man. never that got a copy of that picture. I would love to find that picture. All you got was free, wi- free wings. That's all you got. I, got a, I, got a, I was taller than her, so I got a free view. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Lou Albano's all over the show. He was with the guys in the first match. He had a promo. Now he's got another promo. I legit used to think that this guy used to actually string rubber bands through his cheek. And my dumbass never thought, well, how did he break the rubber band, feed it through, and then put it back together? Oh, man. This is... <laughs> I forgot he had the rubber band in his face. I guess yeah. I just didn't make the connection when I was a kid. But Now the rubber band was the gimmick. Oh, man. This guy could cut a promo. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's back hair time, baby. He's back, too. Oh, the <laughs> best part is he's smoking on life or he's smoking on TV. Did he just have a cigar? I wouldn't be surprised. I think he's flinging around a cigar in his hand. He had one a minute ago, I think. I think he's, I think it flew it out of his hand. Yeah. Oh, so I had his, like, did you guys have his LJN figure when you were a kid? I did. And it even had, like, his, his, his chest was, like, bumpy. It made his chest like bumpy because he had oh. like hair on his chest. Oh God! Oh, George. what could he possibly be saying? 
<laughs> DJ, uh, you want to lock up? You want to lock up at my eye appointment next week, DJ? Is that what you want to do? Not until you hit the shower, sir. You just had a match. And it doesn't take a guy like that long to sweat and a lot of body hair to catch it. No, thank yeah, you. No, that guy's sweating in a minute. He sweats more than Shane McMahon. Whew. All right. Oh, look, oh, look, oh, look at the jacket. Oh, look at that. Wow. Look at Ooh. that. This guy. Joe oh, yeah. Murto. <laughs> Joe Murto. Internationally known Joe Murto. Is this going to be – please tell me this is a job guy match. I used to love – when they would put the job guy matches together, sometimes those ended up being like the work rate matches of the day. Oh, and, uh, oh, oh no, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Right. Don't mess with country boy, country boy, country boy. Don't go mess with country boy. Don't mess with country boy. I can't help it. I have to do it if I see it. <laughs> Currently, he is still giving his Hall of Fame speech. Right now, he's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. About the time I realized what wrestling was, I would sit here and I would question why somebody like Playboy Buddy Rose would go out and get squashed by like Hillbilly Jim in 30, like like a minute and a half, but then go out and have like a 25-minute work rate match with Tito Santana. <laughs> like, it made, like on the, what, was the, what was the WWE show? Primetime Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I watched primetime wrestling and like the week before he, Buddy Rose would get absolutely destroyed. I'm like, God, this guy sucks. Oh, it's Tito Santana. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have Tito Santana in and out in two minutes. You know, 18 and a half minutes later, Tito's still working the arm bar and he hasn't put away Buddy Rose. I'm like, what the F is this? Oh, they jumped into the, 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 the yep. job guys are going after him here. I'm smelling a squash here, boys. Oh, and here we go. And here we go. <laughs> so, who's the guy with him? Because that's not Uncle Elmer, right? Yeah, that's that's, not Uncle that's Cousin Junior. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, I think he's another one of like the, you know. He's, he, country, he's a country boy, obviously. Yeah. He, he's from Dirt Lick, Kentucky. It's a, it's that's a right. town over from Mudlick. <laughs> Dirt Lick and Mudlick. Yeah. <laughs> God. Actually, I popped for Hillbilly Jim. I liked Hillbilly Jim. Oh, I loved Hillbilly Jim when I was a kid. Uh, cousin Junior. Yep. I uh, born L- Lanny Neil King Jr. All right. Um, like it's uh, way too many names. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> best known for his appearances in the WWF under the ring name Cousin Junior, as well as his appearances on the indie circuit as Moondog Cujo. Oh, <laughs> Moondog Cujo. That's brilliant. That's my favorite name ever. I think that I think that replaces Tom Boogaloo Shaft as my favorite wrestling right. name ever. So we right, should start so calling right. Jason Moondog Cujo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he he worked in the WWF yeah, sure. until 1986. So this may have been one of his last appearances. <laughs> this is the last time. <laughs> um. All right, so then he left and he went to the Continental Wrestling Association under the name Hillbilly Jr. And he formed Hillbilly a tag team. Jr. He formed a tag team with Giant Hillbilly. Who who is who is Giant Hillbilly? Oh, Uncle Elmer. That's okay. Oh, Uncle course. Elmer. Oh wow. So so, so Elmer <laughs> Elmer and, and Cousin Junior left and went to the Continental Wrestling Association. And um So 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 this guy must have came after Uncle Elmer then? Well, so he and Elmer left around the same time. Okay, so, okay. So I think so. Elmer must have left. Then they got this guy to take his place, and then he just said, "Screw this," and he left too. 
Like, yeah. I don't want to be. <laughs> Whoa, that was a move. Did you see that shit? I, I did see yeah. that. That was that was oh. some 2021 work rate shit right there, pal. Yeah, that was that was really good. What a what a this is he by far the MVP of all the jobbers that we've seen is this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. This is actually turning into a work rate match, such Holy as it fuck. is. As much as the hillbillies can pull that off. Yeah. No, uh, well, I mean, hillbillies can do a lot. You'd be surprised. Oh, the bear hug. I always pop for a good bear hug. And uh, he froze what, what happened here? Uh, froze the screen. Um, hey, down in the truck. <laughs> uh, well, we're still live. Um, yeah, we're still live. Uh oh. Brent. Uh, Brent. Uh oh. I think Brent's got technical technical difficulties here. Oh, all right. So, well, here. Uh, we're gonna have to keep it going, Rob. I'm, well, then again, if he's running the show, I don't even know if we're actually still live. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, my uh, the clock is still going in the corner here. Okay. okay. So. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm so Hillbilly Jim. <clears throat> he like after a while, he was just there, just getting a check, and he occasionally showed up and. Like work the match if they needed him or something, and oh, and he is. Yeah, we gone. just lost Brent completely, uh -oh. man. So we were supposed to be doing a watch along here. We're going to try and hold the show until Brent comes back. I don't know if he's going to message me. Yeah, well, Hillbilly Jim's still collecting a check, man. Oh yeah, and <laughs> hey, I'm I have no problem with that. Let me, you know, for any if any younger people watching this, when you when you hit the age of forty, you you will suddenly have no problem with people who show up to work and just get a check. Yeah, and, you know, do enough. Sit in catering. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I mean, because you know, I used to get mad at, you know, like why are you hanging around just and just you know, not doing much and getting paid for it. But now that's not a, that's not such a bad deal. <laughs> I'm gonna mention. I'm gonna message Brent here real quick and see if everything's yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, okay, wait, all there right. he is. Right. There he all is. Right. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So we, we, me and DJ went and fought outside the ring during the commercial break there. For a <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> All right, now I just got. I told Rob just to slap a rest hold, but he wasn't having it, so we had to take it to the outside. Would you like to resume? Uh, Hell yes. Right, I think so. it. I think, I think it, it skipped it. ahead, brother. Or did it? Did no, it we're, we're about right. I think it. I think it either skipped ahead or went back because when I turned it on, it was just playing Hillbilly Jim's music. Okay, okay. Oh, there he is. Okay, right. there's Hillbilly. There he is. All right. It's still recording, so that's good. All right. Well, we had some technical difficulties, and now we're back. If you're if you're watching at home along with along with us, it's actually worked out perfectly. We're exactly 20 minutes. Hillbilly Jim is clapping. They've just won the match. So here we go. I'm going to press play, and we're going to start this whole goddamn thing over again. All right. If I can hit the right combination of buttons. <clears throat> here we go. Yeah, here we are. He must have won with the bear hug then, because oh, yeah. he had just put one dude in the bear hug, and he must have just. Oh, there's a cartwheel. All right. Hey, and the other guy tried to slowly but surely make it over to save his opponent, uh, but he didn't quite make it. Yeah. I see. Hillbilly Jim putting somebody in a bear hug looks legit. Right, and like when, and when Andre did it, it looked legit. It looked legit. Yeah. Like that should be Otis's finishing move. Otis should put people in the bear hug. I mean, him and AJ broke up last night, didn't they? No, I mean, uh, no, oh, no, 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 I'm talking about Otis, not Omos. Oh! Yikes. I got news for you. Otis put, I would tap out immediately. If Otis put me in the bear hug, I'd be like, oh. okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if Otis put 
just grab me with one hand, I would just say, no, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> he could literally rip me in half, probably. <laughs> Fake a knee injury and just roll out. Yeah. Right. We got Ken Resnick here. Right. This is is here amazing. We got the greatest wrestlers in the AWA. You guys remember that video? The Russell Rock Rumble video? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't watch too much. A- well, I mean, I watched some AWA, but I don't remember that. Oh, Hal, you haven't seen you haven't seen the Russell Rock Rumble video? Oh, no. it, is, it is. Oh, God, you haven't lived. That shit's hilarious. All right, I'll put yeah. that on my must-viewing list. Yeah. We got the oh. Rougeos. We got Raymond Rougeau, who everybody loves, and Jacques Rougeau, who everybody fucking hates. <laughs> 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 oh, no, because yeah, like, it's worth watching the old AWA stuff just to see Scott Hall before he was Razor Ramon. And I saw some of that. Yeah, like, because like, like, if you see him back then, you're like, what in the hell? Yeah. <laughs> looks like, he looks like Magnum TAs, like, like, a, like, a, like a different version Magnum TA is what yeah. you're like. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I saw, like, they used to show it on ESPN, like, late at night, and I was up late, and I seen it, and I'm like, oh, so Scott Hall isn't, he's not Puerto Rican at all. This is all bullshit. Right. Actually, didn't they bill him as Cuban? Think I so. think I think Razor okay. Ramon was supposed to be right. Cuban because like like Tony Montana was Cuban too. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Aldo yeah. Montoya yeah. was Portuguese, like six times removed. Yeah. The Portuguese man of war. What a mask he had. <laughs> yeah. wasn't There's a reason why they put Just Incredible in a mask, folks. Oh, man. <laughs> so I heard when he when they first seen him, like uh, Lawler, Jerry Lawler was going nuts because oh, he looks just like Jerry Seinfeld. Come look, at this guy he looks like Jerry Seinfeld. I guess oh like he was telling God. Yeah, which he does if you think about it. Yeah. Oh, it's the Hulk 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 the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Definitely. Well, I I, I think we no. I talked about this with somebody else. My greatest intercontinental champion of all time for me is I'm going with the Miz. It used to be Chris Jericho, but fuck Chris Jericho, so it's the Miz. I mean, in terms in terms of like actually working matches and whatnot and all of that, I'd say Miz is up there now. But th- this run that Honky Tonk Man had was, I mean, it, well, it, it it wouldn't fly today because you know all no, the work, God all the, no, all the work rate nerds would be like <clears throat> crying every time and right the- for for me. I started to pay attention to the Intercontinental Championship when it became the working man's title. When Bret Hart and uh, Mr. Perfect were feuding over that thing, that's when I started to pay attention to it. Uh, Mr. USA, Robert Robert Kirby's out here. Holy Toledo's. Oh! Uh, The dragon. I am loving the aluminum foil. Blood's on the way out to the ring here. The aluminum foil jackets I am here for, buddy. Uh, The Mylar, (laughs) Mylar, is that what it is? (laughs) Which leads me to this question, DJ. How many of them jackets you got in your closet? Not a single one, sir. <laughs> Not a yeah, one. Oh, whatever, man. I don't believe you. Ricky Steamboat. I feel like Captain America is going to beat Ricky Steamboat. I mean, after all, he is Captain America. He's got. Yeah, but this is the year of the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. You know what? I didn't realize. Every, every year was the year of the year of yeah. the dragon, pal. Yeah. yeah every year. Was the year of the <laughs> <laughs> is, isn't that the I swear that referee looks like the timekeeper who used to chuck beers to Stone Cold Steve Austin doesn't it <laughs> if it's not him it's somebody who's related to him uh, <clears throat> oh my god Captain uh, America's a house of fire here wow Ricky's, Ricky's giving him a little bit he looks like he looks like 
He looks like not so Ken Patera. Right. <laughs> looks like Ken Patera and Eugene had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're looking at right here. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, or he kind of looks like Oliver Humperdinck a little bit, too. You remember uh, Oliver Humperdinck? Uh, oh, yes, yeah. he does. He does. Yeah. Well, nope, this, going this out of the ring. Fucking, this guy's a worker here. He knows how he to is. get out of these arm bars. Yeah. He is. Out of the ring. <laughs> Except yeah. for that. Yeah. But that, that, Ken Matera, that was just the wildest story. To, the whole throwing a boulder through like the McDonald's window or something. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. I, I would love to just sit in a room with a lot of those guys that, that did this. Like their formative years were like in the late 70s, early 80s. Because I can imagine just the horror stories and some of the shit. These, like when the, uh, the Freebirds did their um, Hall of Fame speech. And they're talking about the one time at the bar where the guy came out shooting at him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Gordon's like, hey, he's shooting at us. <laughs> and, and Michael Hayes is like, well, shit, Jay, shooting at us. <laughs> God. I would love um, to just listen to those stories. Thank God oh, I yeah. never came across anything like that. Oh, man. Yeah. That would be a, that would be a, it would be fun to be a, oh, God, it's the Undertaker. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no. I thought the Undertaker was there. This um, is almost I'm, a lights out match. Yeah, because um, gonna listen to Arn talk about that night when they attacked, where they broke Dusty's ankle, and people were rushing into the cage. Oh, and like, and at one point they didn't know, like, and some of the some of the boys came out from the back to help him, and at one point they didn't know who was with him and who was trying to get in the cage, and they were just swinging at everybody. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Jesus! I think yeah. Back in the day, I would not have liked to be Cornette because didn't people want to shoot, kill him at one point? Oh, yeah, he was, he was wearing Kevlar at one point. He even said so, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, on those, one of those dark side of the rings he was showing, like he has a wall of, of like his favorite uh, death threats that he's gotten. <laughs> and one, one of it says, the next time you get close enough to them ring lights, they'll never see it come from, from the upper deck. Bang, bye-bye is exactly what it said. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Because yeah. um, when they did that thing, when he when he when he jammed his tennis racket handle in the baby doll's stomach, that was like, Ooh. that was just. I mean, I mean, even, and even I mean, I knew it was quote unquote fake back then, but even then, it was just like, dude, like, like what? Are you, what is this? There's a lot of fellas south of the Mason Dixon Rob that probably didn't take too kindly to that. Yeah, <laughs> no, probably not at all. And then. Um, uh, and I'm shocked couple, by this match. Yeah, uh, this, this is this is going on too long here. Yeah, this no, has good. been like already it's, six yeah, minutes I'm long. Yeah, surprised and... by it. <laughs> Ricky, this guy's got a lot of shit in. Yeah, he does. Right. He does. Ricky's been letting him, letting him, uh, let him get into stuff in here. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's blocking Ricky the Dragon. I'm supposed to believe that this guy's stronger than Ricky Steamboat. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Look, where, where, where's, where's Sid Vicious dance by me when you need him to teach this guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that was one of the funniest videos ever when they just beat the, beat the shit out of the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they say? Sell because you want to or sell because you have to? <laughs> you have I mean, to. <laughs> they, man, they were pissed. <laughs> yeah, they just started beating the shit out of him. Oh, look at this. I don't think I've seen the dragon wrestle with the fucking thing on his head the entire time. Like, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that. Oh, he gave him a wedgie, too, before he slammed him. Did you guys yeah, see yeah. that? Yeah. Insult to injury. Guy's selling Pepsis. I can see him right there. He had a yellow jacket on. Right. 
Here we go. He's so going to the top. Captain America. Put not Kenny Patera out of his misery. Yeah. There we go. I was going to say, if this motherfucker rolls through, I'm, I'm shutting this whole thing down. We're I, I, and, I, and I wouldn't blame you. I, I was expecting a roll through. I'm like, what are we doing? Was that the main event? Was that why that match was so long? I don't think it was because when we turned this thing back on, we were only like 20 minutes in. So we uh, okay. matches left. I feel like that match went about seven minutes longer than it needed to. Yeah. It did. It did definitely go a lot longer than it needed to. Get Give the crowd the what they want. They paid to see Ricky Steamboat, pal. Dick blood flying through the air, pal. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, his name is Richard Blood, so he's literally... Yeah, I knew that. Blood. Dick yeah. Blood. Yeah. Uh-oh. What are we doing here? Oh, the, the snake, snake pit. pit. Oh, okay. All righty. The snake pit. Jeff, Jake Roberts is dressed like a like a like a like a sexy lady here. Look at look at look at this robe. He is. Oh, this he, is Jake. This is Jake the Snake after dark. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like the guy in a uh, Boogie Nights when uh, when they were trying to sell him the <laughs> sell him the cocaine. <laughs> 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 oh, I Oh, my God. What do you think's in there? I don't know, but he put his hand in there. <laughs> I think it's supposed to represent Hill, a swamp. Jim, yeah, Hillbilly Jim said, "I'm from Mud Lake, Kentucky, and I ain't sticking shit in there, goddamn. <laughs> I ain't doing that." Uh-uh. Man. Whew. Yeah, Jake the Snake's introducing the the Kentucky guy to the swamp. There ain't no swamps in Kentucky. Yeah, I've never been to Kentucky, but I can't imagine that there would be. I've been there, and I don't remember many swamps. <laughs> I've never been anywhere where there's swamps. I never like you live in Florida. I've never been to Florida. Yeah, uh, don't come here. I don't plan. To. <laughs> I, I don't ever plan to. I don't ever plan to. Well, they're starting. They're starting out with the cage match. You're in NXT with uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. Oh, so this is uh, about to send Kyle out of the out of the territory. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the guy cocaine fan is all I like to call Von Wagner. He looks like the guy cocaine. Oh man. yeah. Wrestling, so easy a caveman can do it. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, he's all right. He just they need to work on a no, gimmick for that kid. I like I like yeah. I like Wagner in two years. Like in two years, he's gonna be great. Yeah, when they, when I they think figure, so. yeah. he needs yeah. yeah, they need to get him a season. character and something because yeah, right, yeah, I mean need some seasoning. It's a very nineteen eighties watch on uh, Jake the Snake's wrist there. Very nineteen eighties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well he's got the eighties hair too, he's got an incredible mullet. Oh, he does, and I I love a good mullet, but I also love a good hillbilly. Who you? What do you guys? So I did a show with uh, Glenn, Jeremy, and the mayor, and the mayor was telling us about how hillbilly Jim probably doesn't wear anything under those overalls, so they're actually over balls. Oh, that's probably why his matches never lasted very long. You ever sweated really bad in jeans? It's not fun. Oh, no, oh yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Big John, John Stud. Yeah, Big John Stud, who, who actually lived in Maryland for a long time. Now you and, said his kid still runs the, uh, well, the circuit it, up there, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, he, uh, I don't know if he's still working the place up here, but he he wrestled the local <coughs> Indy for a real long time. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, and actually, uh, John. Oh, my to, God. Paul Roma. Handsome Paul Roma looks. My God. It took my yeah. breath away. Who's the other guy? 
Oh, that's fucking Billy Jack Hayes. Yes, Billy okay. Jack Hayes. Have you Hayes. ever seen his YouTube videos where he's fucking like crazy and he's he's all like <laughs> I saw one where he was like they come on, he's got like a full suit on, right? Huh. And then later on they come back on and he's got everything off. Only thing he's got a wife beater and he's offering other people. He's like, Hey, you guys want a pill? He's like fucked up out of his mind. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the, the battle of the body guys here. We got yeah. two body guys in the ring against uh Big John Stud and you know, just a lot of body guys. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. um, because all y'all remember was it Corporal Kirshner? Yes, he, he has some like crazy videos and he's like it's like full cocaine energy. And as a shoot that they the, the boys in the back, Corporal Kirshner was not a very nice dude, from what I understand. Because no. I remember not knowing anything about it as a kid, I used to pop for Corporal Kirshner, and when I got into the business. Somebody mentioned his name, and I kind of looked at the guy that was training us. I'm like, whatever happened to that guy? And he kind of got a look on his face. I'm like, oh, boy, did I just step in it? Uh-oh. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, and he just kind of blew it off. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I won't ask any more questions about Corporal Kirshner. So, yeah, I think as a shoot, I don't think that dude was very well liked in the business. And I think in Mick Foley's book, he talks about Corporal Kirshner, like, again, as a shoot, gouged some guy's eye out in a match. And then, like, stepped on it. Oh, that, that's that's not good. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Corporal Kirshner he was talking about because there was a portion of the section in his book where he was talking about that. And then he talks about the, the incident with the eyeball, and I'm pretty sure it was Kirshner that did it. Oh, here we go. Okay, so Kirshner was a member of the WWF's Australian Tour in mid-'86 and was considered one of the toughest men in the WWF. He was also considered one of the stiffest wrestlers in the WWF. Yeah. And his career suffered because many were reluctant to work with him. Oh, well then. And he Somebody was, forgot to tell him it was a work. Yeah. He was suspended for testing positive for drugs, and he declined to return after his suspension ended. And I mean, they he had said, a wellness quit doing policy. cocaine, and he said, no. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Quit doing God. cocaine. How am I supposed to punch people really hard? <laughs> okay. Let, let's talk about that for a second. When we consider the wellness poly, policy now versus what they were doing back in 86, 87, what yeah. the fuck were you doing to get yourself fired back then? Um, he must have. <laughs> I mean, and he must, somebody must have found him in a room, like face down in a pile of blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he must have like it was like a Scarface situation in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like man, we'll deal with a lot. Like a in there. Seriously, how fucked do you have to be to get fired back then? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, this is wow. This is totally unrelated to this match, but this is more about Corporal Kirshner. He was as he went to he was in. He was in Japan, and he was in a team called the Leather Faces. I remember that. And it lasted only one match. And okay, oh, we're almost done. Splat. Right. So they were in a all right. They were in a double hell death match. And he said Kirchner broke kayfabe after the match and ripped off a piece of the bed of nails, placed it on Ono's throat, and then executed a leg drop on the patch of nails. Ah, uh, ah, uh, fuck no! Kill somebody. Jeez. That's fucking crazy. He been, oh my god, how did that dude not get shot by somebody? Jesus Christ. That's insane, man. And, and in the midst of talking about all that, we missed the avalanche, the squish. Oh. I honestly thought this was going to be a little bit better of a match because I don't remember, I guess Billy Jack Haynes is a, is a jobber. How, he I was on his way old, out at this point. I wonder yeah. how old Roma is at this point. He just, man, he, <laughs> he looks, looks like a baby. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, he still looks great today. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him recently, but he still looks great. 
Yeah, I haven't seen pictures of him recently. Okay. I haven't seen pictures of him since his WCW uh, run okay. ended. He, he was 26 years old then. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, he looks he looks 18. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we've got Hercules. Uh, so Hercules is singing. Her- Hercules is singing the anthem. He turned traitor on us. <laughs> <laughs> he, he obviously hasn't discovered uh, hard, too much of the hard work in chicken breast because while he is jacked here, he's not as jacked as I remember him being. Oh, is this the Bulldogs? No. Who are these not guys running to the ring? What is, is that this? Carpal Kirshner? I think not that's Carpal Kirshner. It's uh, Carpal Kirshner. Totally not a coincidence that we were just talking about. Wow. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is <laughs> Kirshner. I'll be damned. <laughs> it all comes all right. full circle, pal. All right. well, whatever all right. it is, they just cleared the ring. All right. All right. All right. We got to watch what he does here. Yeah. If he goes stiff here on old Nickel. Right. If he rips anybody's <laughs> fucking eyeball out. Who's the guy in the red? I don't know. That, I want to say that's Tito. No, that might be Jim Powers with him. Is that Jim yeah. Powers? Yeah. I think I this... who the other guy is. They threw trash in the fucking ring like WrestleMania, like like Hulk Hogan and the NWO when they were singing the fucking national anthem for Who's the big minute. guy here? Who's, who's, this, guy? who's the guy in the singlet? Yeah, I have no idea. That's a terrible singlet. Who told them that was a oh good idea? God, that, is, <laughs> that is horrible. So he didn't have anything to wrestle with, so he had to borrow his grandmother's swimsuit. <laughs> He's, he's wrapped up like he's wrapped up like those fruit flavored candy canes that nobody eats. Man. Jimmy Powers here. He's got a beautiful head of hair. Jimmy Powers does. Another body guy. I tell you what, what man. I like he could be Cameron Grimes' father. Oh, he does. Yeah. I wanted the young stallions to go further as a team. Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Like oh, yeah. I thought, those guys had a great look, great everything, and they just they jobbed them out every time they came out there. Underrated, I think. I agree. <clears throat> All right, so Hercules Hernandez. His real name is. Oh, this is funny. All right, so he was Hercules Hernandez, but his real name is Raymond Fernandez. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, it rhymes. Probably just so nobody finds him in the phone book. Oh man, yeah, and um, get him, Sheiky baby. No, jacked. He's jacked to the go. That was the worst <laughs> game shot I've ever seen. <laughs> Corporal Kirshner looks like a guy who just did a bunch of cocaine. Look at him. He's yes. like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he does. My man. god, they're not even letting him in the room. What is oh, shit. you forget that fucking Sheik could wrestle, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, like a, he, sh- he was an Olympian, wasn't he? He was. It was like so, a yeah, modified the, German time, suplex. By the time I started seeing him, he did not. His physique did not look like that anymore, and he wasn't wrestling like he is now. No. We got superstar Billy Graham here. Out here for reasons that I can. I think he was feuding with um, with either Sheik or Nikolai at the time. Oh, it's a torture rack. Oh yeah. It's the torture rack. It's got to be it. Kirshner's going to be so pissed that they lost his match. He's ripping all these guys' eyes out. He's going to do 10 rails and rip all your eyes out. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's it. It's over. Hercules is the winner. Well, Hercules and his team is the winner. We got Classy, Freddy, Glassy on the outside. Blassy, I'm sorry. Classy, yeah. Freddy, Blassy. And Dr. Slick, of course. I love yeah, Raymond yeah. Dr. Slick. Cor- Corporal Kirshner's the glassy-eyed one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Wow. He's the one who looked like he just came out of our crack house. That's the guy. Wow. <laughs> That's probably one of those things where somebody said, don't turn, don't tag in Kirshner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he wasn't going to shoot, fight fucking Sheiky. He would have fucking killed him. No, yeah, there'd be no Corporal Kirshner. Yeah. <laughs> His cocaine days would be over. I swear that I mean if I Cameron Grimes is what I see when I see that face. <laughs> to the moon. Uh, yeah, look at that, pal. Get some baby oil. My goodness. pal. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How do I get my traps to look like that? Does he take Ico Pro or what? <laughs> wow. I don't think Ico Pro was a thing back then, but. Nah, I think Echo Pro was uh, 87, 88, something like that. If you ever want to have a good laugh, watch some of those WBF videos. You'll laugh your ass off. Hilarious. The WBF was a whole thing, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> those videos were hilarious. Those, some of that and, stuff and is hilarious. Vince was just mining for body guys to try and put in the ring because there was one guy that was a WBF guy that ended up on WWF TV for like, I don't know, one match, and then he was gone. Yeah, yeah. I think we've seen Ken Resnick the most out of anybody on this show. Yeah. Who are you interviewing, asshole? Bring them in already. <laughs> what are you saying? Who could it possibly be? The World Bodybuilding Federation was founded by Vince McMahon. And let's see. <clears throat> Jimmy Hart's been here on this show like six times, too. So <laughs> Yes. Keep sending us the same shit. Must have been a snowstorm. They only had a certain <laughs> amount of people at the arena. Oh, this is funny. All right. So the second WBF championship was held in Long Beach amid a steroid scandal. The WBF introduced drug testing. Why? <laughs> I mean, just shut the whole thing down. If you've got a drug test, of, I mean, if you're, if you don't <laughs> drug test the bodybuilding. <laughs> right. All right. Um, which resulted in many of the competitors being relatively out of shape during the competition. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you see some of the, it's just they were like bodybuilders and then they were like gimmicks. So they had like a guy come out there and he's got like a machine gun and he like shoots all these ninjas, right? And then he flexes <laughs> his muscles and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's a Vince McMahon production, pal. Nobody goes to a bodybuilding competition to it's see the God. muscles. Vince McMahon is losing his mind. Oh, God! Oh, look at that! Oh, God! Look at that physique! Oh, God! He's losing his mind. Hey, very young. Look at this baby Brett the Hitman heart. Yeah. I like the shades. The shades are still in style today. Man, if you'd have told me that that guy right there was going to grow up to be the legend that he ended up being, I probably—I mean, I liked the Hart Foundation. Yeah, but <clears throat> I never in a million years would have thought Bret Hart would have ended up being who he was. Oh, me neither, because I, mean, I just thought they were a good tag team for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, no. See, I, I was too young by the time by the time I was I really remember wrestling. They had really kind of already broke up. Um, so I want to say it was around what WrestleMania seven, right? Uh, they broke up a little bit after WrestleMania seven because they lost yeah. the titles of Nasty Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they just um, it, it, like they didn't turn on each other or anything. It was just one of those. Uh, it was time just for Brett to do the singles run, and and then Anvil they teamed him up with uh, Owen for a while, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, and then I think Anvil left, and they teamed Owen up with uh, Coco Beware. Yeah, and it just and it kept the ridiculous outfits going. Yeah, high uh, high energy. Ah, fuck the killer bees. <laughs> is, I'm not a fan of the killer bees. Uh, no, That's going to be next week. I think they're uh, running down what we're going to get. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. okay, okay. Thank God, because I don't want to see the killer bees. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this: and all the matches you've ever seen of jumping Jim Bronzel, you ever seen the motherfucker jump? No, I exactly. think I may have seen him jump over the top rope one time, and he may have had a drop kick at one point. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think he had a drop kick. That was about it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, <clears throat> don't try to sell me as jumping Jim Brunzel and he doesn't jump. Okay, no. no. I think by the time we got the Killer Bees, he was past the jumping stage of his career. Yeah. Yeah, I like all those colors from much. What's he holding there? What is that? I'm hey. Roddy Piper, and I've got a piece of a tree here. All right, well. <laughs> And Kyle O'Reilly just went down to defeat, so he's about to. You forgot to say spoiler alert. No, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't care. I'm not... Hey, it's okay. This doesn't air for a week, so. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It won't be a spoiler alert for anybody. He'll already be on AEW TV by the time this by the time this <laughs> yeah. by the time this goes live. That's right. a really good point. Now they're recapping what we saw tonight. We saw Dick Blood. We saw some hillbillies. Mister USA, not so Ken Patera. You're stealing Monday, money, Bundy. Every time you cast a check, you're stealing money, Bundy. You're talentless. <laughs> <laughs> I always gotta get that in. And that's it. That's the end. Titan Sports 1986. Good show. Yeah. Good stuff. As always, that is always a good time. And before we get out of here, we got to do what we got to do normally. We're going to get our plugs in. Rob, you go first. All right. So uh, you can hear me on the Rob the Genius podcast every week. You can also hear me with DJ on the mindless wrestling cat podcast and you can i write stuff for my own website robsagenius.com and i write stuff for the chairshot.com also and i have a piece up on the chairshot.com right now about ratings and how stupid it is to keep talking about them so that sounds right up my alley yeah i'm definitely gonna have to check that out <clears throat> i'll put it on the list of shit that i need to check out because i just haven't had time He's been too busy trying to figure out the six-man tag situation. That occupies a lot of my day, pal. A lot of my day. Oh, boy. Kyle is getting the cage door slammed in the face treatment. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, he's on his way out of the territory. This is definitely a, yeah, go out on your back situation here. All right. DJ, go ahead and get yours in. All right, and again, thank you, Brent, for having us on here again. This is always a blast. I'm DJ with the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. You can find me there. I'm also on Twitter. I'm never on Twitter, but I am on Twitter at the Mindless Pod. Uh, I don't write anything, but the only thing I write, my mouth writes checks, my ass can't cash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it for me. Well, there you have it. Make sure you check out what Rob's got going on. Follow DJ and follow me. At AWI Pod, I'm also piles of corn if you're into that sort of thing. If you want to talk about Chicago sports, that's the place to do it. I appreciate you guys for always joining us. We're missing Jason this week. Hopefully next time you guys come on, we'll get Jason back again. And that's going to do it for this episode of the AWI Pod House Party. And we will catch you down the road.